1: my name is steve stevens then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The
0: game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Lost Way. Money, Money talks. Money talks. Welcome to Lost Way.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. VIP Sports Podcast, November 9th, 2015. Steve Stevens, a.k.a. the Bookie Killer, back with my partner in crime, the Big Skipper. Good morning, Skip. How you doing, sir? Buddy, I'm fucking excited. Monday Night Madness, you got nothing else to do but get paid. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be more excited. Got Monday Night Football today, couple NBA games, and one hockey game. Short schedule today.
2: Yeah, it is today. I'm actually looking forward to this weekend. College basketball starts Friday night. There's Mm.
0: There's
2: about 50 college basketball games on the board Friday night. Well, I'm pretty fucking excited.
1: As you know, we make a lot of money in everyday college basketball. It's really easy to manipulate the line. They come out soft as drugstore cotton in the very beginning. And uh, that's why I feel like we've been doing so well in the NBA lately as well. You don't feel like the lines are still soft as cotton?
2: Well, the first 45 days of the college basketball season is an absolute goldmine. It is, without a doubt, the biggest time of the year. you got hockey going on every day. you got football going on every day. When college basketball starts this Friday night with 50 games on the board, yep, the lines are so soft. You got a hundred college basketball teams. These non-conference tournaments're going to be playing, Steve, as you know, through the Thanksgiving weekend all through the holidays. You got big schools playing small schools. they're playing in high school gyms. The lines are so soft, the oddsmakers can't keep Boys up Boys
1: against it. men. We've said yes. it several different times. Wow. If, you're you're wait- can-
2: if you're waiting to get on board, believe me, now's the time.
1: We'll talk about that later. Let's tell these people, first of all, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you go to VIP Sports LV, Facebook or Twitter if you want to get with us. Put your comments in. We love them. Uh, if you're a stalker, we don't have time for you. But anything valid, we love to hear. Uh, Like I said, uh, 877-220-6540. If I'm looking to get a hold of somebody, I'm going to pick up the fucking phone and call them. That's it. Plain and fucking simple. You want to make money, you want to get on the right track, 877-220-6540. Talk to us. We'll talk back. Fair enough? Fair enough. Number one documented sports consultants in the world, ladies and gentlemen. We're making more money than anybody else in the world betting sports. Come be a part of our family if you haven't already.
2: Or you can go to the website, VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We offer a free pick there every single day. Uh, you can come on board, look at our personal service selections. Uh, we welcome all levels of sports better, Steve. Doesn't matter if you're betting $100 a game or 100000 a game, we can help you. That's a fact. We have a package for everybody. We don't
1: discriminate. We're not prejudiced to the size, shape, or color of the ball. I don't care if it's a cockroach race or a pissing contest. As long as I have the information and it pays, that's all that fucking matters. We're here to make money. We're not here to be friends. If we become friends by, while we're making money, so be it. But we're not looking for any new friends. At 40 years old, I'm dealing with clients that are billionaires and hedge fund guys and stockbrokers and, stock brokers and mm-hmm. uh, financial advisors. They're not looking to have any new male friends. Right. Maybe a 25-year-old blonde with some perfect tits. But at our age, I'm not looking for any new friends. A business partner that's looking to make money with me? Yeah, I'm looking to make money. And if we end up becoming friends because of the money we make, so be it. That's a bonus. Goddamn right it and is. And
2: when you're listening to these podcasts, go ahead and subscribe. We're on YouTube, we're on iTunes, it's free.
1: Well, it's the only Uh, way, it's the only way, ladies and gentlemen, it's the only fucking way that you will get an alert. I mean, even me and Skip had to subscribe on our phone to even know and be alerted when our shit was coming out. uh You press subscribe, you get alerted to every time one of our podcasts comes out, or if I'm doing a Rolls Royce cam, or I'm getting shut down by every fucking sports book in Las Vegas and blacklisted for winning too much money. Not for being a gangster, not for card counting in the casino. All these other guys that have been blackballed skipped from casinos, let's be honest, it's for mm-hmm. cheating.
2: Well, they got, you know, at the crap table, they know how to, you know, fix the dice. Slide the dice. I'm born and raised here. Slide yeah. the dice, chip mm-hmm.
1: the dice down, right. count cards, playing blackjack. Nobody just gets shut down for winning too much. Uh, not the sports book, no. Yeah, so like I said, you know, come deal with a guy that's getting shut down by every fucking sports book in the world, but at the end of the day, we still get our action in. They'll never know who the fuck's placing our bets. There's millions of people in Las Vegas. Gambling is legal, and they can't stop this train, and it's called the Money Motherfucking Train.
2: Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're at VIP Sports LV. You can always direct message us uh, if you got any questions. There's people here to help you with that. Myself. Big Ken, he loves helping people.
1: Along with fucking the 15 guys we have in this room and our 35 guys total. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an office where the big boys are right here and four doors up. We have another
2: 15 guys that do nothing but sell outbound packages. You have any questions about becoming a customer? Just get a hold of us. You can call in, go to the website. Uh, Direct message us, whatever the hell you got to do Just become a member, man, we're making fucking money over here
1: Let me just put it to you, plain and fucking simple If you have real money, like I said You're not making money in the stock market right now, plain and fucking simple Crude oil isn't doing a motherfucking thing for you (laughs) Nothing is popping off You got Donald Trump getting ready to uh, Looks like he's going to make a run for the president Our world is fucked up right now Don't nobody know what's going on So don't sit and act like you're comfortable Over there with your hedge funds and pounding shit out Because you're not doing it I got millions of dollars, I got clients that are billionaires And nobody's making money right now Right now, now billionaires are yeah, because it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. But the average fucking Joe, the average guy, that's even a, the average millionaire is not making any money.
2: Yeah, you got fifty thousand dollars sitting in your four hundred one k. It ain't doing anything for you. That is
1: correct. Listen, I don't care if you only have a thousand dollars left. Mm-hmm. I can flip that thousand dollars more than you could if you were to sell drugs. I could flip that thousand dollars more than any other investment you can possibly buy. Let me help you get to the next level. See, it's not sports betting isn't just for people that have money, skip. It's not just for the elite or the rich people. What that's what our job is. It's for the average Joe as well. It's just your bankroll is how we money manage you and discipline you. We still have small player allocation for yeah. small
2: people. You can if, bet, money, if you can bet $200 a game comfortably, you got a $1000 bankroll, we can show you how to Make an extra seven, $800 a week, betting $200 a game. But hear me out. If money's tight,
1: things are rough, and their girlfriend just won't sell their muff, I mean, you can call us too. You can take $500,000, $500, start small, $200 a game. Mm-hmm. We'll put you in a money management program, and we'll get you rocking and rolling. That's it. We have $250 programs left and right. And here, Let me look into the camera. If you see an ad on TV or you see anything, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't spend $250 on a program with us to get going – you shouldn't be gambling. Gambling is not for you. So in other words, don't call my company and not be ready to at least spend $250 for a trial promotion that we're running to show you the formula for success. Because no matter what we do, you gotta crawl before you walk, walk before you run. Plain and fucking simple.
2: There's, there's nowhere in this country that I'm aware of where you can invest $250 in your own side business, treat it like a business, and make yourself an extra $800 to $1,000 a week. On a $250 investment. If you can't afford a $250 investment, then we still love you. You are our fans. However, sports betting just isn't for you at this time. That doesn't mean that you can't give us a call. Because believe me, we'll be more than willing to help you. But it's going to require a real small investment. That's a fucking fact. Let's move into some sports. The VIP Sports Podcast is all about the
1: legalization of sports betting. Talking shit. Tell you what's hot, what's not. But more importantly, how to make more money betting fucking sports than any other motherfucker in the world. Yeah, you guys see my little video that I put out. Um, It's going to be picked up by all sorts of different things here real soon. Uh, Yeah, it was real. Yeah, I've been shut down by Cantor Gaming. We are not allowed to make a sports bet in any of their sports books in Las Vegas period. If you can look me in the eye or if you can get on your fake ass website and say that you're in that same position, you're a liar. For you guys advertising on scores and odds that say you're wise guys, that you're moving hundreds of thousands a week in Las Vegas, you're a fucking liar. Every one of you guys in this industry that say that you're betting big, you're a motherfucking liar. Nobody's betting big. Steve Stevens is the only sports consultant company that's out in the streets betting anywhere from ten to $200,000 a motherfucking game, period. And we back it up. And no, you guys will not see any more of our sports tickets because due to the law and due to legalization and IRS and a million other fucking different reasons why, uh, we will not be posting any sports tickets on our site. If you don't believe us, put a dick in your mouth. Fuck you. I don't care. We don't need your fucking... We, we've done everything that we
2: could possibly do. I'm on TV as the best in the world yeah. on CNBC. I don't have a fucking thing to prove. Yeah, we've been featured on CNBC, the number one financial network in the world. No one else has. Uh, we've been banned by uh, 70% of the sports books here in Vegas. That's a fact. If you're going to bet sports, why in the world would you not want to know what this guy's betting... When he's the only guy in the damn city getting shut down by sportsbooks. We'll just Listen, we'll just keep it that fucking simple.
1: Bottom line is, we're not putting any more tickets up. We're making more money than anybody in the industry. Come by our office. There's brand new Benzes, Ferraris, Rolls Royces. These are guys that are making money. I'm not saying that cars are everything, but you gotta look good, feel good to make money. It's all within you. It's kind of like I was telling you with that motivational statement uh, before. You can be whatever you want to be in this world. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you work at McDonald's. Have a positive attitude. Go in there and cook hamburgers better because it's always gonna lead to something. Better doesn't matter where you are, don't be somebody that doesn't like your job and be negative to where you're at and be negative to everybody else because those people are cancers and that can spread throughout a room and neg everybody out. Doesn't matter what you do, stay positive, stay focused, that'll get you to the next level. It's like I said, if you're doing fries at McDonald's, be the best fry guy in the world, you'll get to hamburgers, then you'll move to drive through, then you'll move to manager with a positive attitude and hard work. You'll always move up, doesn't matter what it is. And like I said, one thing about me and sales, nobody's better than us, nobody wins more than us. So, uh, enough is enough. Anyway, moving on, Skip. Let's get into a little football news here. First of all, did you see the the little thing on TV about the fucking light? California saw it. Everybody saw it. UFOs are fucking coming, huh?
2: Yeah, this big flashing light went right across the sky out here on the West Coast. Streaked right across Vegas, right through the Nevada desert. Uh, Most of California saw it. And people were wondering, what the fuck was that? A UFO? Something coming out of Area 51? Well, you got to understand, like, I I didn't know it was a missile from the fucking Navy. Did you? Well, of course
1: not. I, I didn't know it was a fucking missile test from the, uh, the, 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 the U.S. fucking Navy. So when you're out there, as I'm on six blunts of Alaskan King Kush. I come out my fucking backyard, I see that light. I mean, you've got to be fucking kidding The
2: Navy's me. firing off fucking missile tests right over fucking Vegas, right through the Nevada desert. So you guys got to understand, we're what over, in the fuck is going on with my life? We're over here
1: thinking, ah, what the fuck is going on? There's UFOs out here, shit's popping off. Nice this shit the, is crazy. It's nice to know the Navy's just fucking firing missiles over uh, Vegas. Can you give a motherfucker that's hot? like me at least a fucking notice that you're about <laughs> to blow something up in the sky so i know yeah. what's up but several reports uh from california arizona uh everybody saw it and, and like i said it was fucking freaky dude did you think it's it was a ufo Absolutely, fuck I, w- I knew it was something strange as hell i knew that for you sure. you believe in ufos um we talked about last week about ghosts which obviously neither one of us believe in but ufo like area 51 that's some real shit, man. I'm not saying I don't believe in ghosts. I'm saying I've never had an encounter with one. I haven't either, but I don't believe in them. Okay, uh, like I said, I, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I'm Ghostbusters when it comes down to that. Casper comes to my house, I'm
2: going to blow a fucking blunt with him. I believe, you know, I I don't know. I I believe in a spirit and an aura, and I don't know. There might be shit floating around. Okay. I I just never have had an encounter with a ghost. Okay. Now, as far as UFO, I haven't had an encounter with one of them either. And I actually have.
1: The fucking crazy thing is, I was.
2: You've had an encounter with a UFO?
1: I thought I saw. I mean, I'm just telling you what I saw. Me and my dad were in Florida on the turnpike. I was probably uh, nine years old uh, Mm -hmm. before I found marijuana or anything like that. Uh, we're driving down from his work, and all of a sudden in these fields, uh, we saw these rapid, 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 crazy fucking crazy, fucking lights that went up, flickered out. You know, I mean, am I all weird on it, thinking it's crazy? No, but I, I do think there are UFOs and shit out there and other objects from different fucking uh, planets. Yeah, I do.
2: I think you'd have to be naive not to think that there's another form of life out there somewhere. Uh, to, to not believe that there's an unadi- unidentified flying object but out, out in the galaxy uh, other than us can i tell you that I one, think you'd be pretty naive not to believe in that
1: and that's a fact but then can i tell you what completely brings me away from it is uh, americans nine out of 10 people that see something nine out of 10 people are usually going to snitch or rat that's how the human race is. So it, it, it's very hard for me to believe that with all these government people, because it's not like the men in black show up with two guys, zap your memory, and you forget what you saw. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of crash ships. There's been a lot. I mean, if shit was real, Skip, somebody's going to snitch or somebody's going to say something. Not all these old-timers are taking it to their grave. And uh, I saw something in Area 51 and a UFO, and we saw a Martian. This day and age, if 10 people see something, nine and a half of them are telling And the one and the half of the nine and a half is someone that's dry telling, acting like he's not. But, man, I didn't do shit, dog. Look over there.
2: Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, I mean, when you're threatened by the fucking U.S. government, let's just say, uh, and your life is threatened and your family's life is threatened and you work at... When has that ever stopped anybody? I'm not saying that's going on or did go on. I'm just saying, let's let's say that were happening. In the USA, Uh, we're not going to let that go. Well, you would be more apt to keep your mouth quiet. I mean, you know what? Maybe 20 years ago, a little bit more than now. Right. Now people just don't give a fuck. That's my point. 20
1: years ago, you had old Merle or Hank that fucking reported, and he died with that fucking Martian that he saw, and they ran a train on. Right. You 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 They had pictures. If they would have had camera phone back then, it would have showed him fucking with the Martian. (laughs) But, yeah, it's, it's a little different now with all the phones and technology and social media. I don't think anything can be a secret. So that's why I'm a little drawn to, yes, I believe there's something else. Yes, I've seen some shit. With technology, as good as it is, it has to be. And I, I'm still one of those guys that believe that we've, man has never been to the moon. Wow. Yeah, America can say what they want. I think that man
2: believe
1: I don't think we put any man, man on the moon. No, I don't. Man I, on the moon. I don't think any man has stepped foot on the motherfucking moon. See you soon. I think they were zooted and booted and uh, a lot of money was going to NASA. They had to show something special. So we went to the moon in a
2: Hollywood theater. Yeah. Per month. In a Hollywood studio. You would have
1: a better chance of Michael Jackson moonwalking on the moon himself. You're a conspiracy motherfucker. Well it's just it is what it is. I'm not into all the bullshit. Uh, let, let's move on a little bit, Skip. So I, I believe in UFOs and some weird shit, but at the same time I feel like America, the United States of America, and social media and what life's turned to, I don't think you could keep a secret anymore. You can't even fart without somebody knowing or putting it on a video. If we captured
2: a Martian or a UFO fucking crash somewhere... Somebody's uh, getting a video. In, t- in today's world, yeah, you're going to know about it right away. Somebody's getting a video, somebody's stealing it, somebody's ratting it, someone's willing to die
1: to get paid for it, more importantly.
2: Well, in, in order to cover it up, we w- it would have had to land somewhere in the middle of absolute fucking nowhere where nobody was to begin with. Right. Authorities would have had to get, get to it before anybody else. They're not just landing in had New had Mexico. Yeah, they would have had to cover it up before uh, anyone knew about it. Yeah, the chances of that happening and the cover up are pretty slim. I'd, I'd agree with that.
1: Let's move on to college football. Uh, Clemson replaces Ohio State as AP poll number one, Skipper. What do you feel about that?
2: You want my top five? Yeah, well,
1: I'm just saying, after beating Florida State 23 13 on Saturday, mm-hmm. number three Alabama beats LSU. Mm-hmm. What happened to our boy from last week, our, our front runner? Does that put him down a level? <laughs>
2: Leonard for that? What, what, yeah. What,
1: yeah. Fournette's no longer number one front runner. Yeah, look lots. for somebody else, yeah. Leonard, you can uh for, we changed his name from Fournette to forget about getting a Heisman. Is that fucking crazy how one performance, one game takes you from
2: hero to zero? It just uh reinforces the fact that I've been saying Alabama is number one in the country. I don't care what anybody says. Well, roll tide, motherfucker. Do what you gotta do, Skip. You, you know what, what I mean? Here's my top five. Alabama, Clemson, number two, Notre Dame, number three, Ohio State the fraud motherfuckers they are, number four. And I'm putting LSU in there somewhere around fifth, sixth, or seventh. Fifth, sixth, or seventh. Fifth, oh. Yeah. Okay. LSU. I got pretty... Al- Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. Those are my top three.
1: Okay. Who do you think's going to get you, the big? Who do you think's going to go to the big bowl game? You got to throw Baylor in there
2: somewhere, perhaps. But uh... Uh, Baylor always comes out strong. Uh, they never finish strong. I don't think they'll do much. I think Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame are the top three teams in the country. That's just one. Uh, one. Guy's opinion. All right. Anything else special that happened in college football for you this weekend, Skip, or anything you feel like you yeah. need to talk about? Yeah, the fucking Wolverines. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. When when I saw that fucking wolf coming in the pickup truck in my fucking dream, going to bite my face off on Friday night, I I knew Michigan was going to win.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we had probably, would be fair to say, $3.5 touted on Michigan.
2: We had a lot of money on that game.
1: Okay. So, and any one of our whales out there know uh, Michigan was a gigantic game. We had three people in town that had a half a million dollars on the game by itself. Skip had a fucking dream about a fucking Wolverine biting him in the fucking face. Because all we did the night before was study, 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 called my sources, and I called him and let them know because I have meetings with my upgraders. Skip's one of the top salesmen. So uh, pretty much about 3 in the morning, would you say about 3 a.m. is when yeah. we're going over what our final play is, making there. sure there's no injuries, no college killed, killed somebody, or raped nobody, or nutted in some bitch's face, or yeah. slapped somebody, or, <laughs> you know, did something fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So about 3 a.m. we get the news that uh, Michigan was the game. And the guy, Skip, glances. I guess he falls asleep around, what, 3.34 in the morning. Somewhere around three. Had 30. a dream that a Wolverine bit his fucking face off. And what would you do, Skip?
2: Uh, I tried to attack him myself before he bit me.
1: When Skip told me that he bit the fucking... It's one thing if you let the dog bite you and you get all scared <laughs> and you wake up. This motherfucker tried to bite the dog back. That's when I knew Michigan. Wolverines... Demolish the motherfuckers like they did. Absolute fucking. That was
2: about three o'clock in the morning. I had finished off just another bottle of Jim Beam. Uh, made a big mistake. Had a couple of pot stickers before I laid down. Oh, so you were dreaming like there was a California dreaming around Jim this Be- motherfucker. Jim Beam and pot stickers. Okay. Got off the phone with you. You're coming in hard on fucking Michigan and Jim Harbaugh and fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, I laid the fuck down and had Michigan on my mind. And somehow I was in a pickup truck with a, two of my buddies. We were running out of fucking gas, driving through the woods. And here comes a goddamn fucking ferocious fucking dog jumping through the window of the pickup truck trying to bite me in the face. And then you pointed out to me that that was the Wolverine. And then you, yeah,
1: that's a motherfucking fact. And uh, he tried to attack and got the shit slapped out of him just like we slap every casino in Las Vegas on a
2: daily motherfucking... (laughs) slap that dog right the fuck off you get off my nuts tell your bitch to come here all we do is make money man i have some fucked up dreams man if you want to hear more about them 877-220-6540 i'll tell you about the dream i had last night and i'll put you on a fucking solid play make sure you have your credit card though after the dream (laughs) (laughs) one one thing about this motherfucker make sure you have a credit card after
1: the dream story because he's looking to get paid and nfl i'll be the first to say uh the sportsbooks enjoyed their most lucrative sunday that they've had all season long
2: well, when you got teams like the Jets and the Saints and the Falcons and the Broncos, fucking not covering, yeah. Well, how about when you cut Steve Stevens off and he can't get his few million dollars in action? That's why they had a lucrative Sunday because we had to take the fucking week off. <laughs> so these sports books are smarter than we fucking thought. Jesus, fuck, they, they shut, are pretty sharp. They brother. shut us the fuck down and they had the biggest Sunday they've had all year.
1: Like I said, yeah, it's not a coincidence. To all our fans out there, to everybody that follow us, our whole our whole database. Our whole fan base is completely organic. We don't advertise anywhere. We don't pay for fake views. We don't do anything fucking fake. Mm. Our VIP Sports Podcast has been based on a completely organic fucking fan base from day one. We don't advertise it nowhere. We don't do any digital marketing with it um, due to our TV shit that we have tied up. But shit is about to pop the fuck off. I just want to let everybody know that we appreciate your support. We're going to constantly get better. We're going to get bigger, make you laugh, and give you the ins and outs of sports. How to make more money betting sports with a guy that's born and raised in Las Vegas rather than one of these pricks on scores and odds telling you to call their office. In reality, they're in New York. How about
2: the Fucking shame on you, little dicks. Shame on you. How about the Falcons going all the way across the country and losing to this 49er team? Well, that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, 49ers, a stellar uh,
1: team, not even fucking close. Average at best. Told you they're one of those teams, Skip, that you have no
2: idea what they're going to do. There was a lot of money on Atlanta. There was a lot of money on fucking Denver. There was a lot of fucking money on the Saints. Uh, Everybody just thought the Saints were going to put an ass-whooping on the Titans. Yeah. I mean, the Titans beat the fucking Saints outright in New Orleans.
1: Well, I can tell you right now that uh, Andrew Luck uh, turned their little shitty-ass fucking start of their season into something real special. That kid's a fucking special kid. Don't get me wrong. Last week, uh, we had Green Bay. Peyton Manning put it on him. True stud. Everybody and their moms, uh, I didn't fall for the trap. I didn't have Denver. Did you see Denver on my fucking sheet, Skip? No. No, I didn't have Denver. Sorry. Uh, I knew better. Uh, They marched in uh, to his own turf, thinking that he was getting major revenge, going to walk all over him. And Andrew Luck and the boys just straight up pounded
2: you the fuck out and gave you your first loss of the season. Yeah. Plain and fucking simple. But Peyton Manning returning to Indianapolis to get his first loss of the year. First loss of the year out of all places, Indy.
1: Those fans still love him. But, I mean, he's completely sold out. He's Papa John in fucking Denver out now. He's never going back. He's never looked back. And he shouldn't. You know, if an owner of a company, Skip, you know, if me and you come and do a podcast and I come over there and put my arm around you and tell you we made millions of dollars together, I love you, but I just want to let the world know that I fired you and we got to let you go. Mm. I mean, are you going for
2: that bullshit? No, I'm going to Costa Rica. Are you? <laughs> Those motherfuckers ha- <laughs> been offering us millions for years. Yeah, if that happened, I'd be on a fucking plane to That's Costa That's what
1: you guys got to understand, dude. If anything ever went bad, this motherfucker did this one airplane trip to Costa Rica where we've got probably 25 millions of dollars. Oh, fuck. Millions
2: and millions, at least $25 talk- million. Dollars. We're talking too much.
1: Go ahead. Anyway, guys been begging to give us money to come live out in Costa Rica. <laughs>
2: I've got guys in Costa Rica been begging for me for years. Man. Yeah, you're not getting our
1: database, and we're not bookies. We're bookie killers. And I've never had uh, the excitement to be a bookie or a loan shark or a guy in the street. See, I'm 40 years old. I'm not from a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy mm-hmm. back east that runs... Because that guy don't know shit. No. And in my days and days... That's why I say when these guys advertise as wise guys... And uh, What is your definition of a wise guy? My definition of a wise guy is a guy that has a group of guys together. Little syndicate. They run the fucking streets. They have a little racket... And they make a lot of fucking money. They don't take no for an answer. Wise guy that, you know, you don't fuck with. That, that's what my, I think a def- wise guy is.
2: Well, my definition of a wise guy is someone who goes to Harvard or fucking Stanford. or MIT. Uh, Somebody that's or, real or, smart that or, has or, a sweater or, on. Yeah, or MIT. Yeah, okay. that's a wise guy.
1: That's a wise guy? Yeah. So that's what these guys are claiming to be when they say wise guys. Like, we went to IT tech.
2: Yeah, so I went to, <laughs> I went to MIT. I know how to study, hey. I, I study algorithms.
1: I, in the fucking life of sports, I know a guy that knows a guy. And I went to IT tech. I'm a wise guy. Roethlisberger got hurt again. Roethlisberger with a mid ankle sprain, Mm. a mid ankle sprain, which puts him insane in the brain. Big Ben just can't seem to hold it down out there for the Pittsburgh Steeler fans. You guys are going to need to stay solid out there. You're going to need a solid quarterback. Another tough. Michael Vick comes in. Another tough blow. Now, Michael Vick's not even coming in after him, is he?
2: No, I got that kid from Nebraska or wherever the fuck he's from, Oklahoma. Nebraska, right? I thought he was from I Oklahoma it was, yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. The Teddy guy Craig, that just couldn't be so excited to get in the game and I got out there and took care of business and Teddy Bridgewater, I, he went down too for the Vikings. Yeah, a lot of kids listen. Vikings look good, man. The Vikings are underrated. They're they're a tough team. They really are. And you know what they're they 4 0 at home now?
1: One thing that I did notice this week in football more than I've seen in the years over, a lot of these offensive lines are weak. Ooh. Weak as fuck, Skip. Ooh. Green Bay, for example. They should be embarrassed how many times they got to oh fucking my God. slam that little fucking Rodgers on his back and treat him like a ragdoll fucking bitch. You know why Green Bay but lost? But it's not his fault. You know why Green Bay lost yesterday? Because their fucking offensive line is fucking bitches. Well, two reasons. I wouldn't, most people take their offensive
2: line places. I wouldn't take them nowhere. Two reasons why discount double-check these nuts went down yesterday. Offensive line sucks. Like you just said, they fucking got sacked. He got sacked five times. Uh, and Cam Newton got sacked zero times. And they couldn't convert on third downs. They Ever. Ever. They were third for 12 on third downs. You can't win a ball game, especially on the road or anytime for that matter, even at home. When you're three for 12 on third down conversions and you got to punt the ball, it's knocking it. 12 times you got the third down and nine of those 12 times you had to punt the ball, shame
1: on you. Especially in a game that played hours and hours and hours.
0: had
1: plenty of time to fucking take care of business, come back and win. Even with the mistakes they made, a better first half, better first quarter, you could have won. But with that offensive line, I'm telling you, I I have to actually put them on the fraud list. Ring the bell, Green Bay's on our
2: fucking fraud list. They had the same amount of first downs as Carolina did. Carolina only had 20 more yards of total offense, Steve, than Green Bay did. My God. Okay. They shouldn't have been beat out of. They shouldn't have been blown out of that game. That I mean, bad. They came back at the end of the game and fucking made it close. And they had a chance for a touchdown at the end there and a two point conversion to send it into overtime and tie the game. Uh, bottom line is, when you're three for twelve on third down conversions and you're letting fucking Rodgers get sacked five times, shame on you offensive line for not being able to get a first down and letting your quarterback get sacked. I think it just made that's it why a, they lost the game.
1: Correct. It made it for an exciting game, but like I said, it was a, it was a. Fucked up game to start with. Like I said. It was uh, a
2: depressing game.
1: It was a depressing game. And on, on the
2: flip side of that, Cam Newton. Fuck, man. Goddamn. Big it up to hey. Cam Newton. Those little ass
1: ears. He was definitely hearing things. His ears might be a fucking inch long, but he was definitely hearing shit.
2: Carolina looks good. You think they can go 16-0? Um, Let me tell you what their schedule is before you answer.
1: Even if they did, I already know their schedule. It doesn't mean much. Well, I think they got Giants. Go ahead.
2: Uh, they they got to play the Giants the second and last game of the year. Mm-hmm. They got Tennessee next. Uh-huh. They should be able to beat them. Then they got the Redskins. They mm-hmm. should be able to beat them. Then they got Dallas, uh, and Romo should be back for that game. Uh, I, they still can beat Dallas. They got the Saints. I mean, we, we don't know what the fuck to expect from the Saints. They got to play the Falcons twice. That might be a. Uh, they might have a tough time with with Atlanta on their field. And then they play the Giants in Tampa Bay. They have a schedule that they could uh, Hear me out. they got a schedule that they can run, actually. That's what I was just going to say.
1: So, if they did go undefeated, what would it mean? Nothing. It would be. It'd mean absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, I see uh, them getting two, three losses uh, before the end of the season. I see Giants beating them. I see them getting a couple losses out there, but... Uh, unfortunately, they'll
2: probably, they'll probably trip up and lose lose to like the Redskins. Or but
1: something. hear me out; they're a solid team. They're a great team. They can make it all the way. But you got to ask yourself a question: Can they win in the playoffs?
2: They're the best team in the NFC.
1: I, mean, I like them a lot. They're, so they're the most solid team. Like I said, there's other teams that you have to ask the question.
2: Um, let's let's talk about some other undefeated teams. They've proved themselves. Bottom line is, Cam Newton, you're doing a great job. Carolina looks real good. Let's talk about Cincinnati. Well, we talked about them in the last podcast. They can't win in the postseason. Okay. Marvin Lewis is terrible in the
1: postseason. That's my question. That's my point of trying, what I'm trying to say is like, even if one of these teams do go undefeated, I don't think they're going to get the recognition of a true fucking undefeated team based on their schedules. You, you just said it right on the – I just said, what happens if Carolina goes undefeated? You well, what, about, like, what, about
2: uh, the, what about the Patriots? I mean, it looks like the Patriots and the Panthers right now.
1: Yeah, you know, Patriots are the ones that are carrying everything on their back. They're superstars. We've said it from day one. We made our money on them. I'm back on their dicks. These guys are absolute superstars. That's what scares me. Mm-hmm. They go all the way to the end. Gronkowski, somebody gets hurt at the end. They get fucked. This is the team that I see a picture perfect. Go all year long, get down, make it to the Super Bowl or the game right before the Super Bowl and get fucking knocked out on some straight bullshit, fluke play, uh, something happens, uh some, something. I, I just see it coming. But I'm, I'm going
2: to say the same thing I said on Friday uh, on the podcast. There's a lot of really good teams. Uh, there's a few really good teams and a lot of really bad teams.
1: All right. Moving on. Let's get into some entertainment news a little bit. Uh, Gavin Rosdale. Uh, I don't, you know who Gavin Rosdale is from the group Bush? Yeah. He's a, All
2: right. He's a singer, right? Yeah, yeah. correct.
1: From the Bush. Uh, Gavin Rosdale reportedly blasts Gwen Stefani for relationship with Blake Shelton.
2: Well, he blasted her. He was blasting her in the ass. Now Blake Shelton is.
1: Well, what I'm trying to say, a fucking lootly. Well, I, Bush, oh. like I said, he's married to Gwen Stefani, which was a singer for No Doubt. Right. Okay. Uh, they've been together. Uh, he's blasting her because what he's saying is that uh, she asked for a divorce exactly 30 days after Blake Shelton put in for divorce to his wife. All
2: right. So we got Gwen Stefani and we got Blake Shelton. Both oh. of them are on The Voice. On The Voice, right. Working together. Right.
1: So, I mean, you can go ahead and give me your stand on it, and then I'll tell you mine.
2: Well... Yeah, I, I'm actually interested in the story because I'm a big fan of the show Voice. Uh, it's something that my wife and, and I enjoy doing every week. We watch The Voice. Do you watch The Voice yeah, yeah, all the time? Yeah, and, and we've watched it for years. We're a big fan of The Voice. Matter of fact, it's on
1: tonight. I'll be watching that. I wish I had uh, time to watch The Fucking Voice, dude. I got two fucking kids that run around my house crazy. I got two older kids that know it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, a baby's mom that uh, thinks my life and my uh, job is a joke. Right, well, I got a son. So I don't get time to watch TV. I'm usually on the couch, stressed the
2: fuck out. I got a son at home that knows it all, too, but I just tell him to go to his room or get the fuck go down the street to the park because uh you know do something because Ma- mom and i are sitting down to watch the voice leave us alone i gotta grow up to you but you guys do
1: like the, vo- the Lo- voice we love the voice it's one of our favorite show all right so all of a sudden gavin's saying look motherfucker uh you asked for a divorce 30 days after blake shelton you guys been working yeah. together for a couple years now what's going on mm-hmm. i'm going to tell you what's going on uh, country Blake. Blake brought old Gwen Stefani over there. You know, when you're working together with somebody, you're on a day-to-day operation with them. It's an everyday grind. Mm-hmm. You know, after taking your kid to school and you're at your job, your job is your life pretty much. You mm-hmm. understand it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like us and the guys, you know, we became a family, a tight-knit bond, this, that, and the other. They worked together for a while. Blake put that country charm on her over there, brought her over in his pickup truck. Bent her over and fucked the shit out of her.
2: Mm. I do believe that they were fucking like mad dogs the whole fucking time. And uh, it is what it is. Well, what I see from Blake is this guy's a player. He likes to fucking drink. It looks like he's got his vodka and his cranberry. Absolutely. I mean, I mean uh, it's it's an open fact that he has a glass of fucking booze in his hand. He's, a, he's got a mixed drink in his hand at all times. Okay, so I a mean, pretty cool dude. He, he's drinking through the show. Right. Uh, I, I like him as a guy. I think he's a terrible country singer, even though he wins the fucking awards every year. Oh, don't tell that to Veronica. Veronica I, 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 will do whatever it takes. Listen, I'm just telling you, I, I don't think this guy can sing for shit. That's he, cool. He wins the awards every goddamn year. Right. He's a cool dude. I, I'd like to sit down and party with the guy, because he likes to get his alcohol on, and so does the big skipper. Right. Uh, and I think you're right. I think he gets a buzzed. He flirts with every fucking chick on that show, and he always has. Okay. He was flo- uh, Rihanna was on as a, a guest um, coach. Last week, he was flirting with Rihanna the whole fucking time. Oh,
1: he'd love to fuck Rihanna. Oh, of course he I'd would. love to taste that black uh, pussy, Rihanna, if you to Yeah, get, he'd about Goddamn where we come from. So with- you, So I'll pick up from your story... Couple drinks of vodka, yeah. little Hennessy, whatever he's got in his glass over there at the voice. He's Nuts are itching a little bit. Yeah. He's getting a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's looking over at 44-year-old Gwen who's mm-hmm. looking fine as motherfucking oh, wine, hell yeah, she is. And ask yeah. her
2: if she'd like to do a little two step, maybe go out for a little one or something right. after the show. Yeah, Gwen, what you doing after the show? You wanna go ahead and get in my truck? We go get ourselves something to eat. Do not mind? If we go down and get a little dinner, do a little fucking later, huh? Yeah. He sent he sent somebody out, said tell Gwen to come over to my trailer. Absolutely. Uh, he's a little lit up on the fucking vodka cran. Oh yeah. And uh yeah. And wrote a a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got me the girl from No Dow.
1: Yeah, I'll She f-
2: loves to scream and shout. Oh, that's a fucking fact. I <laughs> gotta get you cut your singing Woo! out there, Skipper. Fuck that shit. I don't see them two together, brother. Uh, I mean, I do not see them as a power couple. I don't even see them as I a have couple. a little
1: inside information.
2: What in the hell does Gwen Stefani see in this dude? A bigger dick. Like I said, Skip, oh listen, God. you're from
1: the older days where it doesn't matter your cock size and this, that, and the other. <laughs> uh, bigger dick and a bigger bankroll. Uh, Gavin Rosdale's a five-foot dude. Um, I've actually known a couple playmates uh, from literally 20 years ago. A couple girls that were friends of mine. I, ain't say, I don't even know the girls anymore. But they were my friends at the time. Shout out to Charity, uh, to Shara. Girl Charity was dating him. Said Gavin had literally a, a four-and-a-half, five-inch cock. Oh. This is directly from a playmate. I knew that was fucking him. No big deal. So, I always thought like, how long is this marriage going to last when they were together? Because then I was thinking, God, three kids. That's correct. They had kids. They were living the life. But every woman after a while wants to get her black
2: blown the fuck out. Shame Every- on you, Gwen. You got three children with this guy. What, I mean, come on, seriously. That has You're gonna to- leave your husband and your three kids over Blake Shelton? Oh,
1: absolute Shame go. on
2: you, Gwen. Oh
1: no, no, no. What happened was she got, she got, she went down that country road and went to and, uh, broke, broke back mountain cowboy and got her motherfucking mountain topped.
2: She fell for that. Hey, listen. Oh yeah,
1: she got her back broke on top of the
2: mountain. Is more Bl- like Hey, it. Blake's probably fucking carrying ten inches. The motherfucker's like six five. Whatever he's doing,
1: he ate her pussy country style. Put a little <laughs> gravy on that motherfucker. sucked that shit down like some grits. He gave that pussy, he opened that motherfucking pussy, Oh! he did some things that Gavin just couldn't do with his fucking England ass, you know what oh. I mean? He's a fucking cowboy from the streets. Oh. You get about 50 beers in him and a little vodka, he's going to suck your pussy dry, get you three, four nuts off, and then he's going to fuck you for another couple hours, I know you. Got just
2: th- like he was out there riding a horse or a bull or something. I know you're married, Gwen, and I know I'm married, too, and I maybe will <laughs> keep it that way, but... Let me show you how to get down there on that thing. I think he's got a little bit more game than that. (laughs) Hey, Gwen, what do you think about going to get a little wine or something,
1: a little steak or something after the show or whatever? Maybe we can get a little rendezvous. I want to get a little fucking pussy. He tricked her into it. But listen. Let
2: me me show you how we do that out here. The
1: answer to my question is they worked together, they got a little fuzzy buzzy, um, they fucked, they didn't say nothing, they kept it real, Mm -hmm. but you're wrong for sweating Gwen. I don't think anybody should stay in a relationship where nobody's happy. And if she wasn't getting dicked down the way she wanted to, um, she stayed with the guy forever, she had kids with him, she was loyal with him, Um, she obviously wasn't into toys because a woman can also take up toys and just start pounding themselves with dildos, but that's not fair. You need your man to be able to pound you like you've never been pounded before. He needs to fuck the shit out of you. And obviously Gavin Rosdale wouldn't do it. Snuck off a little bit with uh, Country Boy. He went to the top of the mountain and broke her back. <laughs> and she fucking really enjoyed it. So they fucked a little bit here and there to the point where I like your dick enough to where I'm going to go ahead and ask my little guy for a divorce.
2: Wow. Well, I can see where Blake would, you know, want Gwen. I just don't, I, I don't, I just don't see them as. A, the, I don't see it lasting, but they, you never they, know because. I mean, they come from two totally different, I don't know, maybe that's. What, that's you know, why it works. Opposites of track, I guess. She, dude,
1: she's an Italian girl, yeah. horny girl, comes from a solid Italian family, grew up kind of like punk rock, real horny, real fuckable. Married
2: another rocker, had a couple of Smokes kids. Smokes weed drinks
1: alcohol, been around the game a little bit. She's not a fucking square. And then he's a fucking gentleman, loves his girl. You know, a lot of them guys like the country boy because they love their girl. You know, he's going to protect his girlfriends, my girl. She might like that. I think they're a perfect couple. Hopefully they last. But right now they're just fucking like mad dogs. He's blowing her back out. She's loving it. And Gwen, you might want to try another couple dicks before you get married. again. I
2: I think it's simply platonic. I think they got fucking nothing but sex in common. And I don't think it's gonna work. At but all. that's
1: all you need in 2015, yeah, brother. I guess because she, her best friend at home, that's reading, you know, and doing crossword puzzles with her, and tells her he loves her. Actually, you know, the thing that's got Gwen fucked up is, is she's being the mom at home when she's a rock and roll star too. She put her fucking rock and roll on hold, but yet Gavin's still out there touring the country. Because, you know, Bush makes more money than no doubt. Bush go, they go to, they, they tour the country because they're big in England. They're big everywhere. Mm -hmm. So he's been touring, making the money. So I'd have to say that him touring got his bitch taken. Hashtag, don't go on tour if you don't want your bitch to get plucked. (laughs) <laughs> don't go to the military if you don't want your house to get taken and your girl to get fucked by the neighbor no, or one
2: of your best friends. We're going to leave the military guys
1: alone, remember? Well, you got to be careful because, like I said, hashtag you, girl, will get plucked.
2: We love the military guys.
1: But it seems like everyone that goes on they tour. They don't need to hear
2: about this. Everyone fu- that no,
1: goes on tour, whether it's military or a rock know, and roller, their wife at home. It's not fair. Is looking to hop on another cock. Well, it's not fair. Hashtag hop on cock if you fucking go on tour. Ooh. So be careful, guys. Take your girl on tour if you really love her. Uh, you know, it is what it is because uh, uh, you have a girl like mine. She's going to think you're doing a bunch of shit anyway, so it's never going to work. Like I said, that's why doing Money Talks, the new season, will probably break up my family um, because I have a girlfriend that will make shit up in her head and say that I'm doing shit that I'm not, yeah. which gets real embarrassing after a while. But uh, shout out to everybody out there that's happy and not sleeping on the couch. And uh, You know, keep your sex life up and make sure you don't leave your girl and go on tour. Hashtag, fuck your girl, make her happy, suck the cunt, smoke a blunt. Fair enough? (laughs) Suck the cunt and smoke the blunt. That's the motto of my day. You want to keep your girl? Light a blunt, smoke the cunt. Make your girlfriend happy, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, you're guaranteed to get at least one phrase a day from these podcasts. Today's phrase is... Suck the cunt and smoke the blunt. And stay away from the butt, <laughs> at least for fucking now. <laughs> and if you don't want your girl to leave you for a country boy, take her on tour with you.
1: That's a fucking fact. Take your girl on tour, man. That's why all these guys are like, hey, man, Mom Billy Joel. This is my wife Nancy or whatever. Yeah. If you're really in love, you got to take your girl with you, man, because otherwise she's getting plucked like a duck's feathers. Plain and fucking simple. Kobe
2: Bryant making his
1: fucking rounds. You know what? I'm going to say one thing and then I'm going to let you talk. I've been talking a lot like I always do. Kobe Bryant's going on his last farewell tour, playing in every arena that he played in, uh, like he's Derek Jeter, which, you know, everybody does. But here's the deal. Taking his bow around the country. That's what I mean. He's taking his last year, which he deserves it. I mean, he's an all-star player. I guess. He's an all-star player. He's given a lot to L.A. He's a superstar. He will go down. He just aged fast and got horrible fast. Mm -hmm. But he's still one of the best players of all times. I still give a shout-out to him. Without a big man, I don't know what he ever would have been.
2: Let me ask you this. On his tour around the country while he's taking his bow saying goodbye, Bye to everybody. Uh think he when he goes to Denver, he's stopping by that hotel to see that chick one more time? He's got to fuck her in the butt. <laughs>
1: that's a fucking fact. Because you know what? Any girl that's taken in the ass uh, and you have a relationship. I mean, let's be honest as a male here, yeah. if you're fucking her in the butt. You got a certain relationship with her, Skip. Not every girl's telling you to plow her butthole, bro. Okay. You know what I mean. You have to either be on cocaine, little ecstasy. You got to be really filling it to go into the ass. Wow. Yeah. See, i you know what I mean. I, I know all about it. You know, I'm a sexual dude. I know you're we're a one position guy once a month or whatever, and we won't bring that into it. But <laughs> when you when you start digging into the butthole, you don't just go dry like, hey, can I fuck your ass? Starts off as a pussy session, uh, you're really into the, t- the sex, you guys are having good sex, you move her into the asshole. But I don't think you go right to the asshole unless you're on a lot of alcohol. Or maybe
2: a little bit of drugs. All I said was when Kobe's taking his final fucking bows around the country, do you think he's stopping in seeing the women that he saw in these cities for one more time? That girl in Denver who he fucked in her well, butthole. Sure well, he I'm sure there's more than just Denver. He has a special bond with her, though. I mean, let's face it. Oh, okay. So, he, I'm, let's face it. I mean, I'm sure these athletes have chicks here chicks there. But
1: when a girl gives you the asshole, it's like giving you the key to everything. It means something okay. to the guy. Like, he fucked Jenny in fucking Arkansas, uh, Tabitha in New York, uh, Lindsay in Ohio, mm-hmm. but goddamn, Brittany let me fuck her butthole, her ear. fucking, <laughs> I love fucking bitch. I fucked every hole on her. Boy, it's a better story. It's something oh. that the man remembers. To the girl, she feels a little vandalized, like, oh my God, he fucked my butt. Out. Oh my God, that fuck, did you hear that fart? You know, because girls get embarrassed, <laughs> you come... <laughs> You come at the ass on a bitch, she might fart or drop a load right there on your back. NBA players better not be coming anywhere near the fucking asshole. Because you're going to pull out her breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and bottom line, that will not be impressive. So, yeah, Kobe might make a round, but here's the deal. Let's get back into what we were talking about. Do you feel that it's memorable as a uh, a Derek Jeter? The answer for me is no, because when Derek Jeter made his rounds to every stadium in his last, he could still win the game for you. Mm -hmm. He could still lead off, hit a home run, and and he actually did. Mm-hmm. That last season, he won them a lot of games and got them to the fucking playoffs, Skip.
2: So what you're saying is at least when, when Jeter was making his rounds, he could contribute to a win for his team. He can still get in the Kobe's, game. Kobe's not contributing anything. He's just traveling around the final year waving everybody. Correct. So- <laughs> saying goodbye, and stopping around and seeing his broads.
1: You, you hit it right on the head. You cut, he doesn't have a fucking chance at winning the game-winning shot. Yeah, he ain't helping nobody He doesn't win. have a chance right. of doing a motherfucking thing. He's right. just basically sitting on the bench waving. When Jeter was a broke-down baseball player but was still so good at Sh- the end. Still participating. That could still hit home runs and still was a G and went out there actually hurt and broke down and did it. So Yeah, good point. Kobe's very good, not as strong as Derek Jeter's final round because Derek Jeter still went around, won games. He was Mr. New York, and I can honestly tell you right now, Kobe Bryant retiring from L.A. He's not going to be labeled Mr. L.A.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Sorry, he's not. Magic Johnson still holds that. I mean, period, huh? I, I would agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not going to be Mr. L.A. Uh, LeBron will never be uh, Mr. Michael Jordan. No one will ever be a Jordan. No one will ever be a Magic. Um, I think LeBron—that I like about him—is he's creating his own brand, like a Jordan or a Magic. So I think he has separated himself. That's something Kobe never did. Kobe made, never made himself his own brand. Do you understand that? If you're starting a team right now, LeBron or Curry? Starting a team, LeBron. Fucking don't even ask me anything. LeBron.
2: Starting a you're team, you're taking LeBron. LeBron. You're taking LeBron over Curry.
1: Yeah. First pick, I'm taking LeBron. If we're gonna go play, uh, if uh, ta- but hear what you told me. Starting a team, first player, I'm taking LeBron. Now, ask, now let me ask, ask you this. In the playoffs, who are you taking, LeBron or Steph?
2: Playoffs?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going Golden State. I'm taking Steph. So you asked me the wrong question. Now, in the crunch time, in the finals, last shot, game-winning game, who am I taking? Steph Curry. I'm taking the guy with the fucking jump shot all day long. And let me tell you why. These superstars who are strong enough to go to the hole and manhandle and take over the game, mm-hmm. look at me, never do. When it comes down to the crunch time, uh, the, the big boys like LeBron, all you need to do is go to the hole and score every time. He'll find a way to go out to the outside of the shot and take a jump shot. Unless you're Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, went, those days are over. Yeah. Those OGs that would go to the... Those guys were all about winning, taking the team on their back, breaking their leg, and willing to fight you to win.
2: Julie Serving. Uh, superstar.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic Johnson. Guy that was willing to give it all he's got. Uh, him kissing Isaiah and tongue kissing—that was a little fucking
2: weird. So can him. the so can the Cav can the Cavaliers win the title this year or Golden- fucking Absolutely, they can. Absolutely, okay. well
1: they're favorite, right? They have a chance to win it all. Absolutely. So the Golden so Golden State repeats? No. Golden State has a great shot of repeating. Golden State's a little bit deeper. Any are solid?
2: Any surprise teams out there? Uh, right now, I, I,
1: I couldn't give you any, any surprise team. Nobody's really exciting me uh, doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, we've had a couple different, you know. Spurs maybe again? Spurs are old to me. I'm not looking forward to the Spurs. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I want Golden State to represent. Uh, I want them to kick some fucking ass. But, yeah, if I'm going to if I'm gonna pick a team, and I, my first pick's definitely going to be LeBron James. Okay. You're telling me your first pick is Steph? Uh, I bet you. Guys... Give us a comment on YouTube about that because I bet they don't agree with you. LeBron or Curry? I didn't say in playoff for crunch time because I'd take Steph. If you're putting a team together, who do you take first? LeBron or Steph? Uh-huh. Go to our... Uh, make a comment on there. I'll give you a free owner selection. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway, Monday Night Football, like I said... Um, is going to be probably starting during this because of how late we've started our day due to the fact that all the collecting we had to do this morning, talk to some of the clients, take people off the edge, take a bullet out of their head, take the gun out of their hand, get everybody to understand that gambling's for big boys Mm -hmm. and it's a grown men's business. And, uh, you know, you got to take a loss just as strong as you take a win. And these guys are getting used to having six and seven unit weeks for eight weeks in a row that when they break even they think they're losing. And shame on you for that, guys. Some of you guys are getting so used to picking up seven, eight units every fucking week from us that they get a break even or lose juice and talk shit. You know, I don't go lightly to guys like that. Shame on you. This is a hard, hard, hard business. Go deal with these other motherfuckers and get buried for hundreds of thousands.
2: it's, It's not easy winning. Just rest assured you're with the guy. That's been shut down by Cantor Gaming here in Vegas, by the MGM Like, Do these people,
1: do these people think it's a fucking uh, joke? Are you serious? Do they think the video's a joke,
2: like I didn't get shut down? Call Cantor yourself and ask for a comment, motherfucker. If you want to win betting sports, which we know you do, why in the world would you not be in contact with the guy that's being shut down by the biggest sports books in Vegas? For real. 877 220 Kenny, Kenny, go ahead and focus in on Steve Stevens. Let me
1: end this show. Let me let me tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen. I have world records in the sports betting business. Everybody else has world records talking shit. The internet is not regulated. Anybody could put whatever they want on the internet. Um, I see fake million-dollar tickets. I see guys that are 50 and old. People are full of shit. Let me go over some motherfucking facts for you guys. I'm the only person since gambling's been around to ever have a sports documented sports consultant show about sports betting in the history of the sports betting world. I'm the only motherfucker that has a show on primetime television about sports consultant and I'm documented the number one individual in the world on the business financial network. There's levels to this shit, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody else can even come close to saying that. These other guys couldn't hold my nuts in a fucking orgy. I have the baddest motherfucking crew around me. I have the most connections and the most amount of money. I deal with players, coaches, and CEOs. I'm not some fucking idiot looking at a computer screen, uh, picking games and throwing darts with your money. I'm in these fucking streets, manipulating the line, betting big, real big. Fucking off money I could have put down on a crib type money. You understand that? Six figures. At the end of the fucking day, I've made history. Since the Roman days, I'm the only sports consultant in the world that has ever had a primetime television show about being the number one documented individual in the world. The reason why nobody else has a show is because no one's even fucking close to doing what I'm doing. Am I lying, Skip? You're not lying. Keep going. I broke a fucking record. Nobody has ever been blackballed or blacklisted from betting in every sports book in Las Vegas Except for me. And I never even thought it was possible until it happened a week ago. I've been kicked out of... Uh Certain casinos, big casinos, uh, where they wouldn't let me bet personally because I'm betting fifty or $100,000 a game, but I never thought Cantor would ban me from every fucking casino and sports book. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not some fucking skinny punk doing a co- podcast. I'm a skinny, and I'm not no punk, but I tell you what, I guess I am a skinny motherfucking punk because I'm terrorizing motherfucking bookies. <laughs> I am a skinny punk, but I'm not sitting in a 100-square-foot office on a podcast, or I'm not making up a fake video, lying to you guys about what I'm doing like everybody else. I'm not sitting here telling you out to middle of the fucking game. I'm not sitting here telling you what the weather is or what the forecast is or the injury report, because uh, you can fucking watch ESPN for that. You don't need me to find out about injuries, this, that, and the other. You need me to fucking find out who's going to cover against the spread. doesn't matter who win or loses. It matters who covers the spread. Ladies and gentlemen, there's not anybody out there that couldn't use a second income. Even Bill Gates comes up with the new windows year in, year out. He's a billionaire and he can use more money. Pick up that fucking phone and go to 877-220-6540. You deserve a second income. You have it within you to get paid. Everybody deserves a second income, and why not sports betting? You deserve the positivity. Whatever you do in life, let me help you. Let me guide you. Let me motivate you. Let me inspire you. Let me show you that life is better than all this other negative shit that's going on right now. If things aren't going your way, you haven't got a break in life, shit's been fucked up, you don't come from a trust family, you don't have a money tree growing in your backyard, let me help you get out of the fucking slum. Let me help you get back positive, and let me show you that there's a better person in there. Not only will I be your sports consultant, I'll be your life coach. I'll show you how to feel better about yourself. I'll show you how to break these fucking books. I'll show you how to get the finer things in life that you fucking deserve. You deserve it and you fucking know you do. VIPSportsLasVegas.com, Monday Night Football, The Big Skipper. We love you and we want to make you more money than you've ever made. But God damn it, don't let the players be the only ones to get paid. And from Steve Stevens, my line of the day, motivate yourself. Treat yourself, don't cheat yourself. No matter what you do in life, give it 110%. Leave your problems at the door because if you're positive and you're wearing off positivity to everybody else, it'll get you to the next level. Don't let anybody hold you down. Don't let anybody tell you what you can do in life. I didn't even graduate high school. I'm a multimillionaire. I made my first million at 18. But when it gets to my age at 40, it doesn't become about money. It becomes about your kids and making sure your kids are able to live better than you and make sure that your kids are a better person than you. That's what my dad wanted to do for me, and that's what I want to do for my kids. I want to make you a better sports person. I want to make you a better sports better so you can have your kids with a second income and and, and have the things finer in life that I couldn't have, like a, a baseball camp, this, that, and the other. My mom would drop me off at baseball, and I wouldn't even have a ride home. I want to be able to give my kids what I couldn't have myself, and that's what I want to do for you. VIP Sports, Steve Stevens, Las Vegas, I'm out. Nobody's better than us. You deserve to go over and beyond what you ever thought was possible. Nobody's better than us. Give us 1% of your trust. We'll earn the other 99. Fair enough? Fair enough. We love you, baby. We're out. See you. Wouldn't want to be you. If money talks... I got a lot to say I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day We play with big cash and we blowin' blowing money fast
0: Riding in a plush Benz trunk full of money bags I need a G for every light bulb on the Vegas strip Making bitches in my mansion dancing to some player shit Made a grip on the grind but I started out with nothing Deal me a bad hand but I still won bluffing I'm Steve Stevens I make G's when I'm sleeping Some cowards shot me up as they ain't to see me breathing Nice try but my bosses never die fresh out